Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. Back for another episode of Smart Simple Wealth with Carrie Qureshi, a state and wealth planning attorney at Qureshi Law and Wealth, serving you in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas. Find us online at QureshiLaw.com. Carrie's the author of the book Smart Simple Wealth and joins us here on the podcast by the same name to help make sure that we understand the magic of integrating our life legal and financial planning into one. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about home run retirement planning, how baseball principles also score financial runs. This should be a fun one, Carrie. We're in the swing of baseball season at this point, and you must be a baseball fan for having wanted to kind of bring up these parallels today. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was living in Texas, um, you know, that time, you know, the Texas Rangers were super, super hot. And so we were always watching their games, and it was funny because our son um, loves pizza. And at that time, I think Domino's was doing a special. It was like Ranger 7. So if they scored seven runs and something, something, then we got like a huge discount on pizza. So we'd watch the nice. game, and they would do awesome. And like, okay, now we're going to order pizza. So, you know, that that was a fun time, um, and we are definitely baseball fans. I love it. That's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, you can't beat that for a pizza, especially these days. Wow, $7 pizza sounds like a steal based on yeah. <laughs> what prices look like now. So very cool. So, yeah, we're going to relate some of the principles of baseball to scoring runs financially. That should be a lot of fun. Plus, we've got a question from one of our listeners, Claire, wondering about how her husband is refusing to retire uh, just because he can't imagine life without a paycheck. But approaching 70, kind of like, hey, wh- when is this going to happen? When are we going to feel comfortable enough? So that's a great question, and we're going to dive into that a little bit on the show today as well. Uh, but let's talk about baseball, because after listening to today's episode, now this is our warning, Carrie. You know, you may never attend another baseball game and look at it the same way, because you're going to start seeing all these parallels, the game within the game, right? <laughs> Isn't that the famous baseball phrase, like it's about the game within the game? Mm-hmm. Well, now you're going to see the financial game within the baseball game, if you will. So I've got my peanuts and Cracker Jacks. You ready to take the financial field, Carrie? Yep. Yep. Let's roll. All right. I'll try to limit the puns from here on out. Uh, first of all, major lesson we learn in baseball, very young, and if you're playing softball, it's the same thing. So these rules apply no matter which sport maybe you played growing up. It's not all about home runs. Like, isn't that what you're taught early on, Carrie? And, and you probably have taught your son this if you guys have gotten into some baseball at all. It's like sometimes singles and doubles are, are just what you need to get runs on the board and, and to have success. Absolutely. And for us, I mean, working with a lot of clients that are in or, you know, retirement or near retirement, we don't want those home runs because those are wild swings. So like for us, a home run would be, okay, a stock that did 20% last year. Okay. But then the next year it turned around and was like minus 40. And so we want those singles. We want those doubles. We want consistency when we look at investments. And so, yeah, we're not looking for the big hitters. We just want like the steady eddy because that's what's really going to get us to our destination so we can meet our retirement goals. It's a great point. And yeah, we got to keep that in mind that sometimes you don't want to hit those home runs in baseball. You might strike out and we don't want to have any strikeouts in retirement. Right, right. Because striking out, you don't get a do-over. Um, and so, like I said, um, we want to take less risk. And instead of, um, you know, having that chance of striking out, we just want to, you know, get on base and get, get those consistent returns. Yeah, that's where the analogy breaks down a little bit. Baseball, there's always another game to play. There's always another at-bat, but not necessarily in retirement planning if you make some big mistakes and lose a big chunk of your of your assets and your money. So be careful there. 
Another good lesson learned in baseball is that it's also not all about appearances. And I'm reminded of this by the book Moneyball that uh, eventually was made into that movie. Maybe that's where more people know it from. 13 Oscar nominations for that Brad Pitt movie, by the way. Told the story of Billy Bean and the Oakland A's, and they had this method of building a team. Carrie, did, did you see that movie? Do you remember? The I, details? I did. It's been a long time ago. Um, I remember bits and pieces of it. My husband, I mean, he'll he's. It's one of those where you flip through and you're like, oh, Moneyball. Yeah. <laughs> you just watch. I'll just watch that again. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, it, you know, makes a lot of sense when we're trying to relate it to um retirement planning. So Moneyball, basically, their their concept was you should draft players, sign them, and develop them based on evaluating a whole bunch of advanced data and statistic. And it was a big contrast from the traditional baseball methods because, really, it was much more about the scouts and it was about the eye and who looked the part. They, w- they would say, this guy just looks like a ball player. My gut says he's going to be good. And Billy Bean and the Oakland A's took a totally different approach and said, no, we're only going to look at the numbers and the analytics and let that be our guide. And it really changed the game of baseball forever. Right. And, and that's so true because, I mean, in retirement planning, I mean, we want to have a disciplined, um, logical approach to building an investment portfolio. And it's not about, you know, fancy brochures or, a fa- you know, a catchy ad on TV for cryptocurrency or real estate trusts or now like the new one, I think, is buying art. You know, buying art. I've heard this on Sirius Radio all the time about buying art for your portfolio. So we want to actually look at the numbers, um, look at the performance long term of this, you know, portfolio or stock. We want to look at the amount of risk and really focus on logic and math instead of emotions, right? Like fear and greed and, and, and those things that sabotage our, our retirement planning. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we don't want to um, just go by feel and gut. We want to have those numbers to back it up. It, it it was foreign to baseball. It should make more sense to us since we're talking money and finances and dollars and, and math. You know, like eh, we, we need to lean on that a little bit. That's helpful. All right. There was also this uh, and, and still is this thing in baseball called the five tool player, and they're considered very valuable. Uh, they're, they're pretty rare. A five tool player is somebody who has specific skill sets in several different areas, five to be specific, I guess. Uh, running speed, arm strength, hitting for average, hitting for power and fielding ability. So anybody who has those five tools, they're called a five tool player. They're just extremely valuable players. In your retirement plan, you kind of need to make sure that maybe your money is also establishing presence in the in five areas. Is that kind of the idea here? Absolutely. Um, you know, in these five areas, to me, are, are all critical. Um, not necessarily a a standout player. This is something that you you need all five areas. And so, the first would be an emergency fund. We definitely want to make sure that we don't have to tap into our long term savings. You know, for those little things that come up. The second would be regular income because in retirement, we need to replace that paycheck. So we want a portfolio that can throw off regular income. But we also want to look at the third item, which is long-term growth. Retirement is lasting longer and longer because of longevity. And so we can't just put money into um, cash or CDs because it's not going to keep up with inflation. There's not going to be enough growth. So long-term growth is really, really important. And then the fourth is what we talked about on an earlier podcast is is he- paying for health care, paying for long-term care, making sure that's part of your plan. 
And the fifth item is really your legacy plan. And, and obviously, as estate planning and asset protection lawyers as well, we want to have a plan not only to pass assets onto that next generation, but how do we um, reduce you know, any costs associated with probate, reduce the fees and expenses so that we get the most amount of money going to our heirs and hopefully can, can pass that on for, for generations. And so for us in retirement, you know, that's a five-tool player. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a little bit different. You're not getting it all from that one thing, that one player like you would in baseball. But same kind of idea. Your portfolio, your plan needs to be a five-tool player. I love that. All right, we're going to let you uh, choose the final comparison here, Carrie, between baseball and retirement planning. A uh, fielder's choice, if you will, uh, an advisor's choice. You get to pick this last one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think for me, I mean, The best comparison would be, you know, the manager of the team in baseball. You know, they have to do a lot of different things. They got to know, you know, how to build their team, when to, you know, sub out the pitcher or the catcher and somebody's not doing their job. But there's, they're juggling a lot of different roles. Um, And and so for us, I mean, that is similar to your financial advisor and, and, and working with the right person and making sure that they're managing all these different aspects of your retirement plan. I really like that comparison, Carrie, uh, making sure that you guys are like the coach. You got to know when to put in the players, when to take them out, handle the batting order, just organize all those different things as the manager of somebody's portfolio and retirement life. And uh, you can see how that fits like a glove. Oh, gosh, I'm in, I'm, <laughs> I'm in trouble, Carrie. I'm in trouble. But a boom. But a boom. I appreciate that. Uh, thanks for the uh, the rim shot. Uh, if you've got questions for Carrie, I know we had a little fun today talking about baseball and retirement planning, but brings up some great points. You know, is your plan a five tool player? Is it is it accounting for all of those different assets, for all of those different things that you need to have happening in your plan? If not, well, it might be time to draft some new players to your team and uh, make sure that you are well prepared for your financial future. Get in touch with Carrie by calling 870-275-4304, or you can go online to KureshiLaw.com. Uh, the other thing I encourage you to do, we're doing a special giveaway on today's show where Carrie is giving away the book Bad Advisors, How to Identify Them and How to Avoid Them by Rocky DeFrancesco, a colleague in the industry who discloses the real motivation of many bad advisors and explains in detail why most advisors have built-in biases that taint their advice. And the book is dedicated to readers who are trying to determine if they currently have bad advisors and how to identify a good advisor to use in the future. And so we will hopefully uh, be able to provide you with this book for free if you call in or get in touch through the website, again, on KureshiLaw.com. Go there to request the book or call 870-275-4304, and you can have your free copy of the book while supplies last. Uh, Very, very helpful to have that book in your hands. So go ahead and reach out to Carrie and uh, get your copy today. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to get to know Carrie a little bit better, and we've got a great question from one of our listeners straight ahead. It's getting to know you time. All right, Carrie, my fun question for you this month. What's something you do that makes you feel old? (laughs) And I only have to pick one. (laughs) Okay, you're more than welcome to reveal more than that, I suppose. Uh, You know, I think... I don't know, maybe complaining about other people's driving. Okay, yeah. That, that's kind of a bad habit for me. I don't 
have road rage or anything like that but you know i'll just complain like okay they're going too slow or mm-hmm. now they're new things like oh they're going too fast they need to slow down you know like when somebody passes you and you know they're not supposed to be passing or they just you know are in a hurry and cut you off you know like i'm i'm always probably complaining about someone's driving <laughs> i love that yeah that's a that's a pretty good example i would say i'd have to say the fact that i um you know, can probably in my 30s have a com- in-depth conversations about retirement planning and uh, <laughs> an- <laughs> annuities and estate planning and things like that makes me feel older. <laughs> yeah. But I bet a lot of your friends and everything at your age probably think that you're just like super smart and like on it because you know all that stuff that maybe they haven't paid a lot of attention to yet. I've got them fooled. I've got them fooled, Carrie. That's right. That's right. Everyone everyone thinks I'm smart. That's the key. Those are the key words there. No, no, just kidding. Um, No, it's good. I love having that knowledge. Don't get me wrong by any means. Um, I love it. But yeah, it makes me feel old a little bit sometimes when everybody else is talking about the ball game or I don't know, the latest thing happening on the runway. And I'm like, did you guys see the latest news about uh, Social Security Administration and what they're doing? <laughs> and everybody's like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? So anyway, that's me. Um, fun. More coming up on today's show. We'll get back to uh, some really good help for you with a mailback question that is pretty intriguing this week. I think this will be a good one coming up next. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. And today's mailbag question comes to us from Claire in Jonesboro. By the way, you can submit questions. Just shoot Carrie an email, Carrie at CoratiLaw.com. Claire says, my husband simply refuses to retire because he says he can't imagine life without a paycheck. But he's approaching 70, and I really think it's time for him to walk away. What can I do to convince him that he should retire? Ooh, you know, this is what, I mean, we don't see it every day, but every now and then, like, you'll have that client that just can't retire, right? And so I think just having a honest you know, heart-to-heart conversation uh, because sometimes it's about the paycheck um, and sometimes it's about other, you know, non-financial aspects. And so, you know, if it really is about the paycheck, you know, also meeting with a financial advisor and, and having a plan in place can really ease their minds because then they can see there's ways to replace that paycheck and, and create that retirement income stream. And once they see that, it, you know, it feels just like their paycheck. Um, that really gives a lot of people peace of mind. But if it's not really about the paycheck, if it's something like they don't really know what to do, maybe they don't have hobbies, they're afraid of sitting at home and and, and withering away and being bored, then, you know, addressing those issues as well and and kind of planning out the retirement and saying, okay, this is what I want to do and and, and creating that excitement, um, you know, is really important as well. Yeah, it's a great point because that lack of comfortableness walking away can't imagine living life without a paycheck sounds more like the concerns are financial but it could also just be how am i going to spend my time if i don't have that job kind of you can approach this from a couple of different angles huh right right so it it would be interesting to see is is it really about the paycheck or is it something else because there are Mm -hmm. uh, you know a couple of different issues there that probably yeah. would need to be addressed. Makes a lot of sense. And a great question, Claire. Thanks for sending that one in to us if you want to discuss a little bit further uh, or maybe you know get your husband in the same room with Carrie so you guys can talk through these things together and get on the same page and find out what really is the problem, why can't you walk away, and if we do some proper planning, can we solve some of these issues that are, are serving as a barrier to what sounds like your retirement happiness, sounds like you want to be spending more time with your husband, and uh, maybe that can happen with some good planning. 
So get in touch, 870-275-4304 is the number, or go online to QureshiLaw.com. We usually begin each show with a quote, but we'll end it this time, Carrie. And uh, this one is from Yogi Berra, so it fits in nicely with our baseball theme today. Uh, former New York Yankees catcher and the one who, of course, just had all sorts of you know fantastic quotes throughout his life. If you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. And uh, truer words have never been spoken, have they? Absolutely. I mean, for us, I mean, planning is what we do, whether it's, you know, legacy planning, um, retirement planning, but it's all about planning. Um, And yeah, this one just really, really speaks to me today. Yep. Let that be a good parting thought on today's show. Uh, Don't forget to pick up your copy of the book, Bad Advisors, uh, by calling 870-275-4304 or going to QureshiLaw.com and request your free copy. Carrie, thank you so much for the help and assistance on the show today. Really enjoyed it, and we'll look forward to a new episode next month. Thank you, Walter. For Carrie Qureshi, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time on Smart Simple Wealth. Did you know you can subscribe to the Smart Simple Wealth podcast with your favorite app? It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.